baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Good morning, Lee. Just as your humble host, humbly predicted, check it. For the last year, those of you on Battleground America every day uh, knew this was coming. This is old news to you, so I apologize. It'll probably be a little boring, but for everybody else who doesn't listen to Battleground America, exactly as I predicted a year ago, and again in a Twitter post that went viral um, in December, as soon as Donald Trump was locked in as the nominee, he is their choice. After all, he is the guy they have indicted. 91 times, so they're not going to want any other person. After Donald Trump was locked in, they would begin their move to remove Joe Biden from the ballot. Now, this is going slowly. They have to get Democrat voters used to the idea of it. So it won't seem weird when they do it in August. They're not going to do it until August unless, you know, Joe's health goes or something like that. And if we could turn the volume on, I think it's off on the stream. Um, the, um, I, the, the, you know, unless Joe's health really goes before then or some other weird thing happens, they will replace him in August at the Democrat nominating convention. Here's why they'll do that. Because ours is in July. And so this was the purpose of all of those polls over and over and over and over again, showing Donald Trump beating Joe Biden making us feel real bullish and real good. And all of a sudden, our side started believing mainstream media polls for the first time in years. And if you say, hey, that poll's a little weird, they will just beat you to, pul- to a pulp. No, we believe the mainstream media. Okay, cool. See, the thing about the mainstream media polls, Lee, Joe Biden is incredibly unpopular. He's got the support of 38% of the country. Donald Trump is more popular with the country than Joe Biden, but only slightly. Dropkick Joe off the ballot, put Trump in, put another Democrat in, you got a landslide, especially if you can get a felony conviction that just will not play with moderates as much as we're okay with it. And people will text me right now. Hey, I would vote for him in prison. Well, so will I. I'm gonna. He's in prison. I'm going to, I'm going to vote for him. I mean, I'll walk through a blizzard to vote for him. We probably won't have one of those, I guess, maybe a tsunami or something. I don't know, but I'll, um, I'll walk through that Lee. Maybe a pandemic. But I'm telling you, they won't. He lost last time, and there was a lot of cheating. I've documented it exhaustively, probably more exhaustively than anyone else in the country, honestly, uh, at least who does talk radio. Um, but he lost, and this time they are going to try to indict him uh, for a felony. So they, we are moving into phase two of the operation. This is their Operation Chaos, and it's absolutely brilliant. Just... As I predicted, as soon as Donald Trump was locked in, very clearly going to be the nominee. By the way, historically, this has happened earlier than it's ever happened in American history, that we would be not even into February and we've already got our nominees. So this is going to be the longest presidential campaign in American history in terms of the general basically starts now. So what am I talking about? This bombshell report in Radar Online. She's not a bombshell to you if you listen to me. 
I've been telling you this was coming. With, um, with, with Trump locked in, they move into phase two. President Barack Obama, they say, big scoop, telling 81-year-old Joe Biden he needs to quit the 2024 race to save America and the Democrat Party. Obama read Joe the Riot Act, a Beltway insider uh, told Radar Online. He told him to up his game or step aside for a candidate who can win the race. So the story is they tell, this is all very fake, by the way. You can tell by how it's written. This is one of those things, as, as a reporter, I had this happen a few times. They'll say, okay, we're going to give you this big scoop, but we get to write it. That's the only way you get it. It's the only way we're going to let you do the story. And you, you and your editor get into it and you agree. This is how this was written. It's almost cheesy. News of the shocking showdown between Obama and Biden came on the heels of damaging comments from former First Lady Michelle Obama, who politicos say is being pressured to mount a primary challenge to her husband's aging former Veep. Sources told the outlet both Barack and Michelle have been deeply troubled by Biden's plummeting approval ratings and seemingly diminished ability to handle the rigors of the office. Biden has faced too many babbling blunders across the presidency, an insider says. So they tell us about this screaming match between Obama and Joe, where Obama says, get it together. Joe says, I will. Joe goes out on the campaign trail. And then what happens? In desperation, sources say, Obama bellowed at bumbling Biden to go on the attack, make sure trusted aides are constantly at his side on the campaign trail. So Joe goes out. Joe immediately took the, to the bully pulpit, Radar Online says, to batter Trump with a fiery speech in Valley Forge, Pennsylvania. But it went awry. His fury ended embarrassingly when Joe's speech sputtered out. He looked lost and confused before being let off the stage by First Lady Jill Biden. So this is the mainstream media writing this, right? This is Radar Online. Okay, this is the beginning of the hit that I told you would come as soon as Trump was safely locked in and GOP voters were hosed into saying, yeah, this is going to be great. We want Trump because he's the one who's going to be Biden. And I've been saying all along, it won't be Biden. I started saying that last fall. I also said whoever removes the aging geriatric first is going to be the party that wins. Because American people just don't want it. They don't want Joe and they don't want Trump. That is what the numbers tell us. Democrats know this. So they're moving into phase two. So Joe goes out there, he embarrasses himself again. They even mentioned the fact that Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin went missing for days during prostate cancer treatment only added to Biden's problems as the White House was forced to admit the president was left in the dark, had no idea. Why? What does that mean? He's not even talking to his cabinet. He's not a real president. The Democrats are admitting this, Lee. Why? They're preparing the sheeple, half the country, for the removal of Joe Biden. They're normalizing this. This is frightening on so many levels, the Washington source said. The fact that the president was clueless about a four-day absence. Okay, so here is the money quote. It is at the end. Talking about David Axelrod, Barack Obama's long-term advisor. Obama is letting Axelrod be his public mouthpiece, Lee, about Joe's incompetence and declining mental capacity. Meanwhile, he and Michelle are working behind the scenes to take Joe out. Quote, unquote. Right there. I think what's interesting about this is this confirms what you've been theorizing here is that you notice that everybody, every bit of this is about personality, not policy. Oh, yeah. You just simply mm-hmm. plug another Democrat in there and the same policies which are bringing this country to its knees will still be in place. They'll still be pushing that because they're talking about the unpopularity of the president being certainly about his performance and personality, not about his policies. Yeah. 
Um, and, and whatever the case, they needed us to think going into the primary that this is going to be Trump versus Joe. Look at Trump beating Joe. Oh, wow. Look at him go. Look at him beat Joe. Hey, go vote for Trump. Trump is their preferred nominee. He's the guy with the 91 felony indictments. They don't want anybody else. Now, are those fair felony indictments? No. No, that's a bunch of weird lawfare. We, I've got actually more on that today. It's all a bunch of lies and misdirection. But it doesn't matter. They needed no. to get Trump into the driver's seat. They needed to get us past the 91 felonies. Hey, don't look at the 91 felonies. No, it'll be fine. No, look at him beating Josie. Felonies aren't affecting him at all. Go ahead to the polls. Vote for Trump. So they just got what they wanted. They want, they, trust me, they want Trump as the nominee. And I say this because I'm telling you what's happening, what's coming next. People doubt me. No, no, no. They're trying to take him out. No. If you go to Real Clear Politics, they are not trying to take him out. They obviously focus group this late. If you look at the first, before the first indictment, Ron DeSantis was the next closest challenger. He was only 12 points behind Trump when he started. That's why he thought he could beat Trump. The first indictment hits and bam, Trump goes to 20 points higher. And the Democrats are like, yeah, let's indict him again. And Trump goes 25. And they're like, yeah. And our side is falling for this. Ooh, they don't want Trump. No, watch, watch the polling. Every time the Democrats indict him, he goes higher and higher and higher and higher. He gains in support. He is gaining altitude in the primary. And we're like, uh, we'll show Democrats. Uh, no, they're showing us. Do you think if they really wanted to take him out, they'd have kept indicting him? Go, it's, it's wildly. You can go look. There's a great graph of it on Real Creole Politics. You can watch each indictment. And every time, because they've done it four times now, Every time he's indicted, his numbers go up. Believe you me, the Democrats should have stopped at two. If that's what they didn't want, it's what they want. This is the COVID. This is the pandemic. This is the scam of this election. But I've been telling Battleground America listeners, Lee, since last fall, they will choose your nominees for you. You will not. You will not get to do that. For the Democrats and the Republicans, they will control. And that's what they're doing right now. So this is an absolute bombshell. And of course, the bombshell... Uh, line is buried at the end of the Raider Online scoop. Meanwhile, he, Barack Obama, and Michelle are working behind the scenes to take him out. Take him out. Told you. You're a Battleground America listener. I know. I'm sorry. You're bored. You knew this a year ago. But hey, going exactly as I said. They're going to gradually, they're not going to take him out right now unless he has a serious health problem that necessitates that. They're going to work the Democrats up to the idea this is very normal so that when Joe is replaced, we don't know who, who by yet, at the convention in August, they'll be ready for it. They'll be expecting it. It'll be old news. By the way, our convention is in July. So they're going to wait till Trump is good and cemented in and then whack, there goes Joe. And just about any Democrat, no matter how much we dislike them, polls significantly better than Trump. Without a felony. Throw a felony in. Bam, landslide. That's the plan. Now, things could go awry. The Democrats have had some setbacks in court, mostly just with the calendar. Just weird little legal things. So we could get some break. Trump's had some great breaks lately. I mean, Fannie Willis, uh, Democrats not counting on her being an absolute crook. Just kind of a crook, but she's an absolute crook. They got a problem there. Because Fannie Willis was supposed to be trying Trump on election day. That's what the calendar was. He was going to be in court on felony charges on election day. Now we don't know because Fannie screwed up. So Trump's getting some breaks, okay? I'm not saying this is going to happen. I'm saying this is what they want to happen, but it is exactly what I told you. Look, 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 look. My streaming audience right here. I'm holding this up. Raider Online. You want to know what's coming? Read it. Barack and Michelle Obama convinced bumbling Joe Biden has lost his grip and they are moving behind the scenes to replace him. Told you.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Wait do you hear what New Hampshire governor, what do you hear what New Hampshire Governor Sununu said about you and us in here in South Carolina? Did you see this? He's super excited about Nikki Haley running here. He told you exactly what I've been telling you for a couple of weeks. Governor Chris, you got to understand something about Governor Chris Sununu. On paper, he's a Republican, but the guy is practically a Democrat, Okay. New Hampshire's a weird place. It's got very liberal Republicans. And Chris Sununu is very much a part of that. So naturally, if he's going to endorse a Republican, he picks the most liberal one. That would be Nikki Haley, who is essentially a Democrat. So Governor Sununu did a radio radio interview bragging about South Carolina and how the Democrats are going to help Nikki here. So he goes on this radio show called The Pulse of New Hampshire. This is, again, the governor of New Hampshire who's endorsed Nikki Haley. He's practically a Democrat. She is a Democrat. Okay. No, Chris Sununu bragged that the South Carolina primary is even more open than the New Hampshire primary. What does he mean by open? He means Democrats can walk in and vote in it. Quote, oh, you're going to love this. In South Carolina, if you're a Democrat, you can just walk in the door and vote, he said. So there's a lot of opportunity there for Nikki Haley in the South Carolina primary. They're not even hiding it, folks. She's a Democrat. She's counting on Democrats to elect her in the Republican primary in South Carolina. Who has been telling you this for months? Look, I just humbly take credit for this stuff. Um, And that's not something I've always felt comfortable doing. If you've noticed in the last year, I've done it more because I've gotten a lot of coaching on like, hey, take credit for it. Who's been telling you this? I told you there was a massive get-out-the-vote operation. I even told you that the 30, we know 30, I think it's going to be $50 million once the campaign finance forms come out. $50 million the Democrats have raised for her was for a massive, massive, massive turnout operation, unparalleled, in terms of the Democrats infiltrating our primary, and we saw it in New Hampshire. Never seen this. This is history in an American primary, period. And when you have CNN and MSNBC admitting that, it's a big deal. Um, when, when you have the majority of the voters in the New Hampshire primary were not Republicans. The majority, the minority were. So, so there's Sununu bragging 
bragging. Hey, don't count Nikki out. We're going to flood the South Carolina Republican primary with Democrats. You'll see there's lots of Democrats. He says, quote, in South Carolina, if you're a Democrat, you can just walk in the door and vote. So there is a lot of opportunity there for Nikki Haley in the South Carolina primary. Lord, y'all, she's a Democrat. They are telling you they're not even hiding it. He also called Ronna, I agree with him on this. He called Ronna McDaniel an idiot. She is. She's very small brain. Uh, she's the head of the RNC. He called Ronna McDaniel an idiot for taking sides after just two states. So think about this, okay? Chris Sununu is, is joining the Democrats who've run a guerrilla campaign on their podcast openly on Twitter. They don't say it on MSNBC and CNN because that would be too obvious, okay? People go figure it out. So they do, and I've played you the, the clip. I mean, you've literally had Barack Obama's former campaign manager going around on all these little liberal podcasts telling him, vote for Nikki, vote for Nikki, vote for Nikki, vote for Nikki. Why are they doing this? This is very confusing for a lot of people. Because I yeah, I got the text right now. No, 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 trust you to win. Yeah, no, 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 no. He's going to win. The Democrats want him. That's who, that is their choice. But now they've moved on to, hey, we've got such, a, such control of the whole Republican nominating process. We want to go ahead and pick the number two. Want to go ahead and pick the number two in the process. We're going to make sure it's Nikki Haley so that if we manage to get that conviction against Trump, then she's going to be potentially pushed to the front or the party will tear itself apart arguing over it. Either way, they win. They don't care. And they want her socially ensconced as the perceived leader of the Republican Party, which she won in New Hampshire. When you get 43% of the vote and the next closest person to you is Ron DeSantis with 20, she will make the argument. I got 43%. I am the heir apparent, not just to the nomination when they convict Trump, but also to the reins of the Republican Party. I am to be perceived as its leader once Trump is removed. So that's what they're doing. That's the play. And what this is, is the uniparty. So this is the corrupt Republicans, the Bush Republicans, and the Democrats working together. I told you it was happening. And it's kind of eerie because I retweeted my predictions so you could read it. I literally predicted months ago that Nikki Haley would be in the number two spot right now. Because you could see it coming. We're the only ones who can see it. We are walking right into the trap. And so that is where this comes in, okay? This Raider Online absolute bombshell where they admit Michelle and Barack Obama, not just Barack Obama, Michelle and Barack Obama. Let me read you the quote. Michelle and Barack Obama are working behind the scenes to take him out. Who is him? Joe. They're telling you. They're telling you what they're doing. I'm not telling you it's going to work. That part I cannot predict. I don't know what life holds, but I do know what to do. And you are watching it right now. You're watching it right now. Will they get the conviction against Trump? I think that's going to be the COVID bombshell of this. Trump attorney Joe Takapina uh, quit as Trump's attorney last week. So he's fresh off the legal team. Here's what he thinks. Unfortunately, we wish this would play. Let's try this again. Oh, is it possible? Absolutely. You have a jury of 12 who's going to ultimately decide this. Uh, look, a grand jury voted to indict, and, and he's going to have to face a jury in Washington, D.C. Four grand jury. Yeah, four. <laughs> um, Washington, D.C., um, Florida, and, and Georgia, and New York City. And, you know, I'd say maybe three of those venues are not particularly big Trump venues, right? New York City, Washington, D.C., and, and Atlanta. So that's going to be you know, something to really have to grapple with there. And you can't say there's no way he'll get convicted. There's no way, um, you know, he'll be sentenced. Again, he's a Trump attorney on the Trump team fighting these cases 
up till last week. So he thinks this is still in play. Texture writes, okay, we get it, Tara, so what's your proposal? Okay, listen, this is why I'm, this is why I'm front, putting this on the front end of the show today. February 24th, write it down, text it to yourself, however you remind yourself. That is a Saturday, it is not a Tuesday. We are going to stop them. We are going to stop them. We're going to mob the polls. We're going to mob the poll. We have got to stop Nikki Haley because they are telling you, Sununu is telling you, the Democrats are going to try to outvote you in South Carolina. Folks, this is not going to show up in the polls. Do not send me a text saying, oh, the polls, it doesn't matter. They didn't pull the right people. They're polling Republicans because it's a Republican primary. That's useless when the Democrats are getting ready to mob the polls. This is their run at driving MAGA out of the park, you know, at killing that conservative movement, finally and replacing with Nikki Haley. We cannot let her get a grip on power in this state. So do not tell yourself, hey, Trump's got this. I'm just going to mow the lawn. No. I'm going to go run my errand. No. No. We must be there on the 24th of February. That is a Saturday. It is not a Tuesday. That is a Saturday. You must go and you must vote for Trump. That's so, if you're asking me, what do we do? You got to be there. Do not say, well, Trump's got this on board. Oh, no. The Democrats are going to try to pick our leaders, and they're going to use South Carolina to do it. And John, and, and Sununu just told you. He just told you the plan. He is laughing. He says the Democrats are essentially going to mob this South Carolina primary because it's open. Don't let him. You go vote for Trump. It's still hot. This is your last chance to have a say in the undercard. And we need to stomp Nikki Haley politically into the ground. We need to curb stomp her. She's be humiliated in this state. So she cannot claim the mantle. Because of what's coming. Okay, 26 governors joining in solidarity with Governor Abbott of Texas. After the host on this station screamed bloody murder because Henry McDisaster was not in the first round. He tried hard to resist. Hate that for you, Henry. He had to sign on. Had to take an actual stand on something. I know, it must have hurt. <laughs> Poor governor. Anyway, uh, yeah, so he had to sign the letter, and he did sign it, so good for him. We'll give him credit for finally doing the right thing, even if we have to drag him kicking and screaming. But he did sign the letter in solidarity with Governor Abbott. Here's Abbott explaining the crux of this. I got a right to stop criminals. Texas has a right as a state to stop criminals from coming into our state, to make arrests of those criminals. And we have National Guard as well as Texas Department of Public Safety officers who are there to make those arrests and to deny illegal entry. And Joe Biden actually does have an option here. Joe Biden's option is to enforce the laws of the United States yeah. and stop this illegal entry. Not hard. No, these aren't hard things. When you think about this for a minute, okay, folks, just, just marvel at the absurdity of it. Ari Fleischer, former White House spokesperson, boiled it down yesterday. Half the land, just about half the land in this country right now, blue territory, sanctuary cities, has a sanctuary city on it. Of some kind. Or I should say half the states do. Sanctuary city of some kind. So these blue cities and counties, they're sanctuary cities, right? What, what is a sanctuary city? What, what, what are you doing there? You are defying what? Federal law. 
It's called nullification. You don't like it, you're feist. I don't like it. We're going to have illegals come here. Well, why can't Abbott do that? If sanctuary cities function every day to defy federal law by breaking it openly, why can't Abbott defy federal law that is unconstitutional in order to protect the citizens of his state from invasion? I know what the founders would say. Here's what Ari Fleischer said yesterday. And think about, think about simply, why is it legal for sanctuary cities to defy the federal government to let illegal immigrants in, but it's not legal for Texas to defy the federal government to keep illegal immigrants out? It makes no sense. So yes, since we know sanctuary cities are somehow legal, what Governor Abbott is doing is not only legal, it's moral. It is the right thing because if you're going to come to America as we want immigrants to do, as my mother did, I'm a first-generation American. Come here legally. Yeah. Don't come here yeah. illegally. It's not hard. Okay, let me explain what's going on here because it's actually kind of fascinating when you understand it. So the Democrats are calling for Chairman Ho, Joe Biden, as we call him here, the guy who claims to be the president, but who knows, Chairman Ho to federalize the Texas National Guard and overnight, maybe even the rest too, because they're afraid these Republicans are going to send him that, you know, to confront, um, you know, Chairman Ho's troops at the border. That's crazy. But anyway, so what are that? How would he do that? Okay, so here's how this would work. If you're going to federalize the National Guard, it's pretty easy to do. Presidents do it all the time, but you got to have the permission of the governor. Well, Biden's not going to get that. So the only way he can do it is to use a tool called the Insurrection Act, which Joseph Nunn, a counsel at the Brennan Center for Liberty and National Security, calls a nuclear bomb hidden in the United States code. Okay, use the Insurrection Act. Has this been done before? Yes. But wait till you hear the precedent. The last time it was used, and it's only been used in extreme situations, was President Dwight D. Eisenhower mobilized the Arkansas National Guard using the Insurrection Act to enforce the Supreme Court ruling on desegregation. And this is very much a part of American history. You see these soldiers and they're protecting black kids as they're going into schools, right? So there's justice in that. This would be using soldiers to protect illegal immigrants, including terrorists, child rapists, murderers, and drug kingpins as they infiltrate the country. Think about that. So the last time we saw the National Guard nationalized like this, it was to protect little black school children so they could go to schools and desegregate the schools. This would be to protect gangbangers, MS-13, child rapists, every criminal on earth, every terrorist on earth as they infiltrate our border. Think about that. It's not a good look. It's not a good look, y'all. And this is why, folks, they are more vulnerable right now If we stick together for once, they are more vulnerable right now on this issue than almost any time I can remember. The right, we we need to drop everything and fight like hell to drive it home. Educate the public, build support for Texas. Red states have to take action in their citizens' defense. So that sort of started yesterday. And look, you can't just do it and expect people to agree with you. You need to tell them it's right. I mean, this there needs to be a primetime speech by Abbott. These are not hard things. With these governors flown in and standing behind him. Can you imagine the historical image that would create? I don't even think the mainstream media can ignore it. It doesn't matter because Twitter's going to put it out there anyway and everyone will know. Can you imagine the image of that? 26 governors, 25 behind Abbott. 
standing together saying, no, 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 we are not cutting through razor wire. No, we are not letting terrorists in. Folks, compared to this right now, nothing else is as remotely as important. I mean, certainly day-to-day BS of the 24 elections. Interesting. We'll continue to cover it here. Um, But Abbott, all of them need to support this with advertisements, documentaries, other content. Flood the zone. We can win on this one, which is why Mitch McConnell and, and Mitt Romney are in an absolute frothing panic. They're allegedly our leaders, but they're actually Democrats. And they're trying to ram home this bill fast to protect Chairman Ho. Because what and and this bill is outrageous. It allows lawbreaking to occur 5,000 times a day. Joe gets 5,000 illegals before anything's bad. So what what they're doing is they're providing cover to try to save Joe and get him reelected. And they are the leadership of the Republican Party. This is what's so crazy, especially McConnell. I mean, he's. Number one, making ranking Republican in the Senate. So this would literally allow two million illegals in a year. Joe gets five thousand. It's bipartisan, so the media can say, "Hey, the Republicans are letting the illegals in too." It's an absolute betrayal. Shame on you, folks in Kentucky. Shame on you for electing this madman. Ted Cruz stood beside the bill, and by the way. Mitch McConnell and Chuck Schumer, the Democrat who who hatched this, have been hiding the actual wording because it's so horrific. Ted Cruz stood behind the beside the bill and he said this yesterday. Without this stinking pile of crap bill, Donald Trump got the numbers down to here. Joe Biden deliberately took the numbers up to here. Yeah. You know, so we don't need this. He's saying Trump did this. We we don't need to let five thousand illegals i.e. Democrat voters, into this country every day uh, as part of the illegal voter drive. We don't need to do that. Why are we doing that? Because they're trying to help Biden win. Republican leadership. This is why all this is going on. Folks, I keep telling you this. This isn't going on because the Democrats are evil. They are. It's going on because they know the Republican leadership secretly has their back. That's why it's going on. But the good news is the timing of this has so embarrassed Mitch McConnell that he actually backed off the bill yesterday. So, well, you know, the timing's not right. Yeah, you know what, what the timing is right for, honey? The timing is right for you to go in a nursing home and leave us the heck alone. Go drool in a corner. Let us save the country. Get out of the way. Good morning. All right. Everybody laughing at this online. Biden's nonsensical speech in Wisconsin that seemed to have a laugh track. Because there's no way anybody understood it. Folks, I don't know if he's going to make it to August for them to replace him. And then I've said that before. I didn't think he'd be with us now. I thought he'd be in a nursing home. He was so decrepit on the campaign trail. This is Joe Biden giving a speech from a podium with an actual teleprompter, y'all. By the way, it used to make beer brewed here. <laughs> it is used to make the brew beer here. It is Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why. People are marveling at this on Twitter, which is the only way they know about it, to immediate black it out otherwise. Because people are laughing at the right time and there's no way they know what he's saying. There's no way. Here's Fox News' Todd Pyro. He slowed it down and he's translating 
this. Loosely translated, uh, that's, quote, the beer brewed here, it is used to make the beer, sorry, it is used to make the brewed <laughs> beer. That's straight Kamala Harris right there. That's Kamala Harris yeah. logic. Um, now it continues, during is define, oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes, <laughs> I wonder why, end quote. Yeah, wow. just one of the videos got 3.7 million views on Twitter. Dear Earth Rider, Thanks for the great legs. Can I have my ice cream cone now? By the way, this was one of those where Jill ushered him off the stage at the end because he doesn't know when to leave, so she has to come get him. I mean, I know it says to leave at the end of the teleprompter, but not always obvious to the commander in Thief. So, yeah, there you go. That, that's where we are today as the media this week discusses Donald Trump and whether he's mentally fit to be president. What was that, Earth Rider? What the heck? What the heck? But the best part is they laugh. So people say, is this a laugh track? Or, you know, one of those, you know, they cue the audience laugh here? Because there's no way they know what he's talking about. Nobody knows what he's talking about. There's a clue. Maybe they're laughing at him. I don't know. Uh, Texture writes, with all this border crossing, our national anthem may as well go, Jose, can you see? Oh, my God. Texture writes, the Republican senators chose Mitch as the leader of the minority in the ha- in the Senate. Gross, poor judgment. No, they're just afraid of his leadership fund because he uses it to politically assassinate conservatives in the primary. So they don't want to be taken out by the Republicans. So they vote for him out of fear. You know, by the way, he is the least popular member of Congress with a 6% approval rating. And that guy's our leader in the Senate. Uh, Texter writes... Tara, this is a federal enforceability crisis, and I've been talking about it for years. It all started with states decriminalizing marijuana, sanctuary cities, counties, and states following on the subjects of legal immigrants the Second Amendment. This is literally the left who brought us sanctuary cities and marijuana in violation of federal law saying, hey, no, you haven't, you, no, you, no, you can't break the law. Democracy, democracy. That's all they do is break the law. That's all they do. We're going to deep dive further into this as we go throughout the show. We're going to have a little bit of Fun today, too. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 